Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, November 22nd. It's episode 58, Flag on the Play. We're here after a big Sunday night football game. Great game. It's uh, National Cranberry Relish Day. Can you can you tell there's only one national day today? Or uh, was, did I just pick that because I like cranberry relish? It's up to you to decide. What do you what think? What is cranberry relish? Like just cranberry. Yeah. Is it what I think it is? Just yeah, I think it is. What, uh, I, I think it's got cranberries <laughs> and I think it's relish. It's breaking news. Wow. I think that's what it is. I don't think I've ever we'll seen it- that in my life. What makes something a relish, though? Why, like, what's the difference between that and like a cranberry jam? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I guess we'll have to ask the uh, originators or something. <laughs> we got to get someone on here to explain the difference. Yeah, like a, pro, yeah, yeah. a cranberry a relish expert. Yeah, uh-huh. Martha Stewart. Like you just maybe? putting that on like hot dogs? I don't think so. Okay. I think that would taste pretty repulsive. Right. But what do I know? I've never had cranberry relish. Exactly. So. It's got to be like pickled or something, like pickled cranberries. That's what I, I would guess. I think that's a contradiction. I think that probably tastes like very bad. So uh, That's what I would maybe, think, yeah. Yeah, maybe not. You you a relish guy to begin with, Owen? Yeah, yeah dude, I love relish. It's good. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. I looked it up and it just said cranberry relish is cranberry jam. Like they're the same thing. Oh, so it's cranberry jam day. Okay. I like cranberries in general, so I'm fine with it. You like cranberries? Cranberries are great. Yeah. You got a UTI or something. Just keeps drinking, knocking back cranberries. <laughs> I'll flush that out. <laughs> Some that cranberry juice is not where I was expecting the cranberry conversation to uh, go. No, it is. You know, you learn everything. You learn something new all the time when you're in the med- medical field. So, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a, got a thumbs up from me. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Cranberries, many uses. I, I'm a cranberry guy. So I guess if we're talking cranberry jam, I like it. But relish, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of the relish. Mm. Big Sunday today. A lot of good football games. What do we think, Adam? I know you caught every single one. What's up? Actually, just tell them what. Like, how many what games happened? did you see today? Okay, I thought you were actually gonna try to play that card. Um, I watched the Sunday night game. Okay, all right. And the first quarter of the NFL Red Zone today. Nice. Yeah. So we're gonna have to do a little catch up, Adam, on what happened today. That's yeah, I mean, I process. do know I lost in all three of my fantasy leagues, and <laughs> I did really bad in picks. So it, I'm kind of glad I didn't watch. So it's kind of what you usually do. Anyway. All right. I have the best record on the show, but all right. Yeah. I mean, I just had to get it in there while I could. You know, we had to throw it in. Week 11. Good Sunday. Good Sunday. Good red zone. Sunday night football. We can go to that. The Steelers, they took on the Chargers. Chargers won. Great game. 41 to 37 was the final score. Back and forth. Great game. As a Steelers fan, I'm not super qualified to talk about this right now, but I thought that the Steelers played a very admirable effort today. They were down Watt, they were down Fitzpatrick, down Hayden, still did well. I mean, they tried to kill Najee Harris, he somehow came back, you know. There were, some, there were some ups, there were some downs, but I thought overall some positives heading into next week. But not getting out with a win was tough. What do you guys think about this game? I think the best part of this game, I think Alex can confirm, was the fact that we got to watch it with Phil. So the roller coaster of emotions was in full effect. Him jumping up and down in front of the TV after the blocked punt, after the pick. It was electric, so that was nice. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Steelers team doctors. Najee Harris is definitely concussed, so I don't know what's going on there. Let's maybe revisit that. 
I mean, I, he looked fine to me at the end. So mm. that's all that matters. What'd you make of this one, Owen? Um, <clears throat> you know, I thought it was a good game, obviously. I think maybe the most impressive uh, part of the Steelers team there is their special teams, honestly, because <laughs> because their defense really isn't very good. You know, they're not, they weren't really able to stop Justin Herbert at all. He's kind of getting whatever he wanted. And then their offense you know, they were able to perform, as you said, Phil, admirably under the circumstances. But what's impressed me throughout the whole year has been their special teams. They've, I feel like, blocked more punts than – I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I feel like they've blocked more punts than probably most other teams in the NFL. So, you know, something to hang your head on there, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah. according to Owen, the blocked punt kings, the Steelers. It's it's respectable. Uh-huh. Well, you think that's yeah. game of the year or in the top five so far? That was a great game. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I caught a nice portion of it, and um, it, it was very entertaining. It was, like Adam said, back and forth the whole game. Phil was jumping up. He was all over the place, sitting down, loud, quiet. So um, I liked it a lot. Chargers looked like they were trying to rip uh, the heads off the Steelers. Not only the Najee Harris hit, but also when Sutton ended up intercepting it, that guy just came and he could have like broke uh, broke his neck. So kind of interesting tactic there by the chargers um so but it, w- it was a very entertaining game i enjoyed it and then herbert coming down there for the win and tossing it to mike williams was a was a great play so uh fun game that was a really presidential answer to phil's question you just didn't answer it at all <laughs> you just gave a game <laughs> recap he goes game of the year you went yeah that was really well, he said was it top five and i was like yes this is my reason okay 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 all, okay. Right. Okay. all we, right i can get behind that all right but okay all right good game good game we all enjoyed it hot for, start to yeah. the pod. Let's great go. start great start we're just firing. talking about utis yeah cranberries and uh my oh, emotions watching a game so i mean yeah it was really enjoyable the vikings game was also a great game today 34 31 adam you missed this one so to recap for you there was a brief moment in time where the Vikings scored to go up by seven. Aaron Rodgers scored in one play to tie it again, and then Kirk Cousins threw an interception. And it looked like the uh, the Packers were just going to win when they were down by seven with three to go. And it looked like the Vikings were going to choke. So basically, exactly what you would have expected to happen was about to happen. Then they overturned the interception. Kirk Cousins goes down the field. I mean, as he always does, that's not that surprising. Kirk, in the last two minutes, Mr. Clutch, takes him down. They kick the game-winning field goal. It was a pretty nice game. I think Owen can vouch for me on this one. You're a big Kirk guy, and you were loving this result. I am a big Kirk guy. Sunday morning, Kirk. I want to hold Phil accountable here because as soon as the interception was uh, was thrown before the while the body was still warm, Phil goes, Kirk's a fraud. And then Kirk goes down the field after the – you know, the call's overturned and he scores a touchdown. So I don't know, Phil, do you stand by that take there or what do you have to say for yourself? I'm going to go with, yeah, I stand by that one. I, okay. I think, uh, you know, broken clock is right twice a day or, you know, twice mm. every 10 years. Well, what I'll tell you is a broken clock is right every time when it's the Sunday morning window. Because I go. told, if the if the guy, if, if anybody, you know, remembers what I said on Wednesday, it's Kirk Cousins. Well, he's literally, he's Dan Marino when it's, you know, Sunday morning, low pressure situation. <laughs> Although there was some high pressure in this game, he loves the Sunday morning window because he can get home. I feel like he's like, you know, he's amped up. He gets his morning coffee and whatever. And then he goes and sees his kids after. It's just like, you know, he's happy to, he's happy to get it done in the morning. So, you know, he you heard it here some, first. Uh, he gets some sunlight in the personal bubble in the morning. Yeah. So it, uh, yeah. it works out for him, I'm sure. Yeah. And people were calling that the battle of the unvaxxed too, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> Well, one's immunized, so I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I'm going to propose an idea to you. The Packers are 8-3, and three, and they're worse than their record, and the Vikings are 5-5, five and five, and they're better than their record. 
Either you're going to agree with that, disagree with that. I don't hate that. I disagree. I yeah. mean, the I mean, Vikings, you're a Packers stand. I yeah, I think they're a good team. Like every every team loses every once in a while, a division game, like it's fine. You lost, but they're still a good team. Not going to say they're worse than their record. What do you think? Well, I think the the Vikings have been kind of shaky all year. They didn't start off very hot, but I'm I'm starting to get more and more impressed. Like you said, let's get Kirk some more low pressure situations. <laughs> Just the right amount of stress, a little bit of you stress. Um, so, you know, he can, he can win more games. Um, and, and Kirk played a great game. Just Jefferson was, was wild today. I think he had two touchdowns and, and over a hundred receiving yards. Um, but yeah, the, the Packers also just haven't, well, Roger said he was injured too with the, with the toe. And then he was kind of blaming that for why they didn't come back and win it. So it was um, a good excuse. I liked his interview after where they asked him if it was like turf toe and he said, well, it's worse than turf toe, well, but he, said, uh, he was like, "It's way worse yeah. than turf toe." You guys have no idea how much pain I'm in. Basically, what he said. So uh, let's go, Aaron. Yeah, good excuse. <laughs> Build it in. Um, you had mentioned Jefferson. Adams also had a big game. Are the best two receivers in the league, Jefferson and Adams? If I say oh. that, are you dis- Owen's disagreeing with that? Okay? Right away. Let me let me put some names out there for you. You t- both of them. Are they both better than Diggs? No. Yeah. No. You think Diggs is better than one of them or both? Jefferson. Okay. Yes. And what about Jamar Chase? Better than both? Yeah. Mm, no. No, I think I think he's worse than. I think you're forgetting there. someone important. Me too. Oh. Cooper Cup, White Rice. No. Oh, Cooper Cup. No. Yeah, he's probably. I'm thinking of Tyree Kill. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Tyree. Yeah. Taking Tyree Kill over him. I where do we put? Where do we put Debo Samuel at this point? He's got to be top six or seven. He's nasty. You think yeah. so? You don't and think he can he's just top play five? running back on command? Apparently, so you don't think he's top five though? He like might people be. are talking about him in the conversation for like MVP this year. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. that was a flamer. <laughs> That's a little too much. Yeah, no, dude. Is that your hot take of the week? Yeah, no. <laughs> courtesy of me. Look at you. Got to look at his uh, his number, his yards and touchdowns and stuff. I don't have that in front of me, but I mean, he's having a great year. He's top three in both. I know that he's been having yeah. a great year. I, I looked at it, but I I'm gonna say that the like the Jefferson and Adams to me are like two of the top like three or four at least. I agree. They gotta be. So to see him go at it today was pretty nice. Owen's shaking was... his head still. He's disagreeing. No, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. I just think uh, I wouldn't put them one and two. But yeah, they're both top five as far as I'm concerned. Okay. All right. I'm down with that. No, well, they're both sorry. Top six in receiving yards. There we go. So. The, that's what go. they always say who are the best six receivers in the yes league? that's what they always <laughs> yes. say so i'm glad we could answer that question um now talking about a team that you know 50 years of history say they lose close games that would be the vikings and then they won and then 50 years of history say the bears lose close games and they lost so uh shout out to the bears quite quite a day today for chicago they're miracle of the day they're down by four haven't had anything going all day andy dalton drops back to pass because justin fields has broken ribs andy dalton miracle completion to a wide open guy fourth and 11 the bears fans they cut to the crowd they're just going insane it's pandemonium at soldier field the fans are one guy was just moving his hair around up and down it was crazy they cut to the guy with the bear spray paint all over him it was insane and then uh what do you know a minute and a half drive for tyler huntley right down the field like a knife through butter just walks it down into the end zone and the ravens win the fire naggy chance circulating after the game I said Fields is going to be okay. I think it's just bruised ribs. He's They said mm-hmm. he's at the hospital. They're trying to figure it out. But the Bears, they do play on Thursday, so I doubt that they would fire their coach. And they don't really fire coaches in the season. 
but I'm going to, I'm, you want to answer this one? Cause I would say if you were the owner, you fire Nagy today. Yeah, I'm firing Nagy today. It's enough. I think that he's been on long enough of a leash, uh, for however long, I think he's been what, like four years now with the, with the bears. Yes. Three, four he, years. And he's uh Owen four after a bye week for his career. That's, I don't know. Like, like when the owner calls you in to like explain that, like, what do you even say? Like, I don't, I don't know. I think he's had, uh, he's had talented players, uh, brought to him, you know, that, that defense, um, he's had, you know, Mac, they paid a bunch for him and, uh, he's, he's had a lot of great players to work with. It's just, it just hasn't worked out. took forever for him to put fields in, um, to start the season. So I think bears fans are right. Chanting for him to be fired. Um, I, I definitely fire him. There's no point in keeping him any longer. I don't think he could, you know, change anything big for them. Yeah. Three and seven and it's looking downhill. Are you, are you on the same page? I mean, I think he's a little overhated, but yeah, I would get rid of him pretty soon here. I don't think he's deserves as much hate as everyone's giving him. He has brought that team to the playoffs a couple of times when they aren't really that talented in my opinion. So I think he's all right. The Nickelodeon game. Yeah. Mm. That's a big honor going to that one. Exactly. The MVP. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. He he could always, you know, the owner calls me, he's like, Well, I've brought you guys to two Nickelodeon games. So. I brought you guys the first ever MVP. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yes. then you guys let him go. I didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah. I would have kept yeah. him around. I love Trubisky. Yeah, something like that. You think it's pretty much over here for the Bears 0-3 and 7 rest of the way? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely over for them as far as the season goes. And if I were the Bears, I would have gotten rid of Matt Nagy a few weeks ago. I think he's long overstayed his welcome. I mean, it's already, I feel like, transitioning that way, seeing that he's kind of given up uh, you know, play calling duties to the offensive coordinator there. So, you know, and, and you even saw how much the offense improved um, when they made that change. Like, Phil, you saw up and close how, how much better they played uh, oh, yeah. in that Detroit game versus, you know, the disasters of, of previous weeks. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I think Nagy's got to be gone here sooner rather than later and uh, get somebody in there that can help Justin Fields and kind of create an offense that is uh, more – well suited to skill set because he's in my opinion i still think he's going to be a really good quarterback in the league i think in my mind there's no bigger guarantee than the bears ted phillips is looking at this right now the owner and he's going all right so we had uh we had a young coach that we brought in to mentor trubisky (laughs) didn't work we're getting rid of him we got to go with pete carroll a veteran we're gonna bring him in (laughs) 72 year old pete carroll i can just see it clear as day right now you might as well start printing the stupid little jackets he's gonna wear on the sideline because pete carroll is done in seattle we'll get to that later but uh Shout out to the Ravens today because that was pretty gutty. That Tyler Huntley gave quite a nice interview after the game. Made me kind of a fan for life. He's got a nice tooth gap. He's just a yeah, likable guy. He was hanging in there. He tried to walk off the interview early. They're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm calling my mom. Like, like <laughs> He seemed like a very nice guy. He didn't, you know, he was fine. The Ravens have, you know, great infrastructure and they were off a of bye, so they didn't have much trouble and their defense did a bulk of the work today, minus that fourth down. But uh, shout out to that guy. I wouldn't mind seeing yeah, that guy again. I've never seen anyone more excited than Owen when you said the word tooth gap. Owen, Owen loved that one. Oh, yeah, we, have the same, we have the same teeth. I noticed that when I was watching the interview too. He has this exact same mouth. So Owen was doing the uh, DiCaprio meme. Whoa. <laughs> pointing at the TV yeah, yeah, when he saw Tyler Huntley. Yeah. It's my teeth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Not wrong. Now, Adam, you did miss some games today, so it's my job. I think 
the thing we need to update you on the most is the Cowboy game. I think we really got to go and... Mm. I mean, that's a game that I was keeping up with the score and I watched the highlights. So, I mean, I'm not too lost on it. But I think we should talk about it, though. I I think we really should. Big game. Chiefs got the win. America's game of the week. America's game of the week. Chiefs get the win, 19-9. to Um, Again, you missed the game. So, Dak Prescott looked like (laughs) poo-poo. Two interceptions. He was not looking good. And Mike McCarthy basically got his underwear raised on the flagpole by Andy Reid for four quarters. He was out to lunch with Andy Reid today. And Andy Reid swindled him. Um, I thought Kansas City has gone from being the Super Bowl favorites in the preseason to uh, being favored to not make the playoffs. And now I think they're back to kind of being the Super Bowl favorites. So good to know we basically wasted our time for the last 12 weeks because Kansas City look, is looking pretty good. Owen is hating I mean, that they're take. De- but... They're definitely looking wow. like the best team in the AFC. I don't know why you're like shocked by that take, Owen. Absolutely. AFC is looking weak and Kansas City is ready to take advantage. You care to re- rebut that, rebut who's that? The be- who's better in the AFC, Owen? Yeah, I would take uh, the Bills on a on a neutral field. I would uh, oh. I would take the Bills to beat him. I would take the Titans to beat him, and honestly, I might take the Patriots to beat him at this point. Okay, all right, that's your. If you opinion. look at this game, I mean, it is my pain, of course. But I think when you look at this game, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, like he played okay. He had 260 yards and he threw a pick. He had no touchdowns. He played he played fine. But I mean, the, the like like you said, Phil, uh, Dallas just didn't play well. And then you know Clark had a really good game. He had three and a half sacks, a fumble forced fumble and a fumble recovery like you take him out of the game i don't think that the game is even remotely as close as it was and that's also including you know a couple key drops there by the cowboys receivers so it was a sloppy game i don't think that's characteristic of the cowboys and i don't think that was a really that wasn't a win that convinced me that the chiefs are super bowl contenders because i don't think it was an outstanding performance by them outside of a few guys on defense Okay. All right. I can like I I see what you're saying there. I feel like it wasn't a runaway victory, but you say that's no, uncharacteristic of Dallas. We've now seen two times in the last three weeks games like that from them, where they can't get the ball moving for some reason. Are are we worried about the Cowboys? I mean, I wanted to add on to Owen's point. I Go feel ahead. like seeing a few like star players on the Chiefs' defense is something that you should get excited about because we've always been talking about how they have no one on defense and how they can never make plays on that side of the ball. So even the fact that you just saw something makes you have to put them in the conversation. Okay. It's you can go in circles all day. Yeah, I think Owen's getting ready to rebut it right now. But no, I mean, no, no. it's okay. Worried about Dallas at all? You're a Cowboys fan. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna say no, but maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of injuries racking up. I hate to be the injury guy, but mm. yeah, we'll see how they do on Thursday. I want to make fun of you so bad, but I led the Steelers by saying that they were without three of their four best defensive exactly. players. Exactly. So I'm kind of backed into a corner. Yeah, here. being out without your best receivers and your best linemen, so not that easy. Okay, all right. Well, good for you. I'm glad you have the excuse, the Aaron Rodgers. What do you think of this one, Alex? Anything to take away from it? Um, I'm. I don't think I'm going to be too worried about Dallas for now. Um, Let's we've go. seen like like the Rams have had like absolute shitters uh, last couple weeks. Uh, the Titans have lost to the Jets and the Texans. It's true. Um, so all these teams have had some pretty bad losses. Um, I guess it's just like Adam said. Um. The injuries are kind of piling up, and they've just kind of got into a tough spell here the last couple of weeks. So, I'm not too worried. As for the Chiefs, um, it was it was very unlikely that Mahomes just forgot how to play football. It's true, very <laughs> unlikely. Um, as much as I was hoping, as much as I was hoping, and that ten million dollar or ten million ten year uh, contract was looking bad. Probably not going to look bad. He's probably going to play that out pretty well. So, um, um, but. Uh, 
It was an electric couple weeks where it looked like it was going to be like a Bobby <laughs> Bonilla situation. Yeah. It was good. Just buy that baby out and pay him for the next 40 years, um, what it was looking like. But um, I, I, last week I said that the Raiders game was Mickey Mouse. I can't say this one's Mickey Mouse. I still think Dallas is a pretty good team, and I think I, I'm impressed that they beat Dallas. So As was I. Yeah. As was I. I thought their defense did very well yes. today. They've done well. So I'm going to give them a shout-out for that. Um, Indianapolis 41, Buffalo 15. Now, this is a scorigami, by the way. Yes. Let's go. That's a big W. But uh, Jonathan Taylor had a massive game. Fifth, uh, actually, no, five touchdowns, 50 fantasy points, the eighth greatest game in fantasy football history, in case you were wondering. Number one is still Clinton Portis, way back. He had like 58 points or something. (laughs) Kamara's number two. But uh, Colts, I mean, Colts have a recipe to win. And it's it sounds very stupid, but it's just control the clock. Your defense is pretty good, and you have a good D line. But control the clock. Give it to one of the best two running backs in the NFL. Let him go to work, and uh, make sure that you have the lead so Carson Wentz doesn't have to make a play at the end of the game. That's really their recipe for success, and it worked out today. And uh, the story though for this one really kind of writes itself. I mean, you can talk about the Colts if you want, but the story is Buffalo. Really, this mm-hmm. was a. Uh, a pretty embarrassing effort at home. And now of their six wins, they've come against uh, Miami, Washington, Houston, Jets, Miami, Kansas City. That's all they've beat. That's the list right there. So I think to say, I mean, they were the Super AFC favorites heading into this week. I think that that's probably going to change now. People are looking at this schedule and seeing the quality of opponent that they've beat and said, you know, this is a team that can't run the ball. This is a team that hasn't looked right for the last couple of weeks. I think everybody's pretty worried about him by now, but anything you, you want to touch on on this game? Um, it's very concerning for the Bills, if I'm going to be honest. To that point, too, they barely beat any good teams. Um, just that one win in Kansas City. I don't know what's happened to Al in the last couple of games. He just looks so off, and the offense just can't get going. Like um, I, I don't know what happened. They're just not on the same page. They're not connecting on the balls. Um, and that defense that we were talking about earlier that you know they were saying it's good um it's 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 an elite defense just got absolutely smacked and stuffed in the garbage can today by by jonathan taylor himself so um it, it's super concerning and they've got some soul searching to do here i think so they play thursday as well in case you're wondering what do you think there uh a friend of ours at work that you know phil a very trustworthy big nfl guy he thinks jonathan taylor should be the front runner for mvp i wanted to know your guys' thoughts he's he thinks it's way too quarterback driven and if it wasn't this guy is definitely the front runner for mvp right now michael Pittman said the same thing after the game oh in case you're wondering i, I didn't know. see that i don't really have an opinion on that one Owen likes way. it i do <clears throat> i do like that you're a jt guy yeah i mean there's at this point there's no clear front runner as far as quarterbacks go there's you know a bunch of guys in that conversation but all of them have issues you look at Stafford he's played well but he's also had some just horrible games Kyler Murray's been hurt um so I mean this if this if there's a year you're going to give it to running back again this is the year I would think and he's played better than anybody else yeah definitely I I, when you explain it like that I can get behind it I agree Because yeah. it, it would have been Henry's year if Henry had stayed healthy, but obviously that, that didn't happen. But are you worried about Buffalo or more impressed by Indy in this one? I don't know. This is a weird game for me because obviously I don't think anybody is, was uh, res, you know expecting this result. But uh, you know Indianapolis's defense is not has not been great on the air. They 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 give up a lot of yards. Uh, they're not great on third down. But what they are good at is turning. Uh, they're the number one defense in the NFL for turning the other teams over and they turned over Josh Allen twice. So whatever they're doing to, to generate turnovers has worked well for them and it worked well today. So, I mean, 
I think they've got some pieces. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor is their, their offense, essentially, because Carson Wentz didn't really do a whole lot this game. So there's that. But, I mean, I don't know. I kind of agree with Alex. It's it's It was a strange – it was a game that, you know, on paper the Bills should have won. But, uh, you know, they weren't able to get it going. So definitely they've got to figure some things out because they've, they haven't really beat anybody good outside of the Chiefs. Yeah, and a short week going to New Orleans, so that'll be a fun one. Uh, speaking yeah. of New Orleans, New Orleans went to Philadelphia today, and in a game that I mean I can't predict either of those these two teams if my life depended on it. But uh, once again, I was wrong today. The Saints twenty nine, the Eagles forty. Now the Eagles um, winners of three of their last four. They have nearly nine hundred rushing yards in their last four games. That's a true stat. Nine hundred rushing yards mm-hmm. in their last four. Jalen Hurts last two weeks in particular, he's looked pretty good today he had three rushing touchdowns he's looking like he could be the answer the future quarterback and that fertilizer that Nick Sirianni was talking about so it looks like it's sort of coming to fruition here and it gets even better when I tell you they're five and six and here are their remaining games you tell me win or loss at Giants win win okay 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 tie we'll chalk that up as a win tie uh at Jets win win home Washington win 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 uh home Giants Win. win at Washington. Win. win. <laughs> Home Dallas. That's it. Loss. Loss. That's it. That's it. That's their whole schedule to go. Holy, that's good. So now, so now the and they've got a recipe to win on you. They're running the ball. So when I tell you that, I think they're looking pretty enticing as a back half fantasy playoff team, if I'm uh, in they all could, honesty. 100%. They could come in here and uh, take away the, the Saints are currently holding that last spot. And I think with, with the schedule they have, they could totally uh, sneak in there. Absolutely. I think that. That's the way it's heading right now. But the Saints, you do mention them there. Um, I think they've just... Trevor Simeon looked a lot more like Trevor Simeon today. Uh, He made it close in garbage time, but in the first half, he was absolutely atrocious. Um, I think if it comes down to these two teams, I mean, we saw it today. I see no reason why Philadelphia shouldn't be favored over New Orleans for that last spot, like you said. Are you down with that one, Owen? Yeah, I think they're really impressive. I mean, the Eagles, uh, they've beaten, you know somewhat decent teams they beat the panthers um somewhat the decent Saints that's today. a good description i don't know like pretty <laughs> mediocre teams so i think they're a pretty mid-level team but uh i would say they're better than the saints with trevor simeon and i think we saw that today so i like justin herbert or just sorry uh jalen hurts yep. and uh the Eagles. i do too i, I like yeah, like both of them, but uh so yeah i like i like them and i uh i think they'll get a wild card spot based on their schedule you scared of him, Adam? Kind of, to be honest. Dang. That's that's a big to be honest right there. Huge <laughs> TBH. Question about Trevor Simeon, though. Do you, does he have a mullet? It's kind of hard to tell with his hair. Yeah, or is it just naturally long? Owen's the mullet expert. He said everyone has mullets nowadays. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was wondering that. I was wondering that. I couldn't tell either, Phil. Because if it is a mullet, it's pretty short. But it's definitely, it's like trending in that direction. It is like you could say it's a mullet, but if it is, he just has to go for it at this point. He's got to commit because right now he's got a little too much on the sides to tell. Yeah, he does. Is Aaron Rodgers going to cut his hair now that Halloween's over? Has he said anything? (laughs) I hope not. I hope so. He looks just absolutely like a Harley Davidson fanatic on the sideline every time they cut to him. He's got wearing the trucker hats now, too. The guy's going through a midlife. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Owen thinks he looks like him too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like a Rod. Oh, mm, I have a hair. I don't know. I, I think I have better hair than he does. But well, I'd agree with that. Similar. Yeah. Here's here's you. his fuller. His a little stringy. It is. Yeah. It is. Thank you. I appreciate. And you don't that. have something worse than turf toes. So yeah, you're winning right now. <laughs> you can walk properly. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You might be freezing cold right now, but you can walk properly. That's a big win. Uh, yep. Houston Texans 22, Tennessee Titans 13. Um, Titans were the number one team in the herd hierarchy this week, if mm. you guys forgot. And they have, uh, <laughs> of their three losses, two have come to the Jets and the Texans, as Alex mentioned. This is just perfect example of the NFL. You just never know what you're going to get. But uh, Titans without Henry, I'm going to say that I actually... I don't. I'm not very impressed by the Titans without Henry. I think they're pretty beatable, and they got you know they beat good opponents without him. They beat the Rams and uh, who the Saints last week. So I I don't want to discredit them completely, but they can't run the ball without Henry. And today Houston jumped ahead on them, and it was on Tannehill to make plays. And Tannehill threw four interceptions. Owens Tannehill's a top ten quarter, top five quarterback. Take did not look good today. Yeah. Um, but uh, you Ooh, said it. You said on. it. Don't look at me like hold you on. didn't say that. That is not what I said. Wow. That's that is not what I said. I said he's top been five. a border, a borderline top five guy at times. He's definitely not top five this year. The receipts. You said he was top. You said he was top ten for sure. You said he was top ten. He's top ten. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, he's definitely top ten. Okay, that's not a good take. And when you said, and he's not this year, were you arguing that he was borderline top five in 2018 or something? Well, he was. He was. He was for sure top five in 2019, and then 2020 borderline, and then 2021 he he could be considered worse. Are you going to write this off as a one-off loss? No, I mean, in both of those Titan wins, they had less yards right than the other team. They lost yards, like so. They just, they just don't look good. I don't know what to say. <laughs> couple ugly wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, couple. It looked, it looked tough today. That uh, defense wasn't there at all. Shout out to the Tyrod Taylor touchdown. Me and Phil were loving that. That looked like <laughs> Mario Super Bros. Where like he already jumped high enough, and then the defender like launched him another two meters in the air. <laughs> double that, jump on a double trampoline. Jump. That was freaking sick. We should start respecting him and saying Tyrod Taylor. Like Tyrod he wants Taylor. Us to. You're right. Adam's been on that. I respect it. To Rod Taylor. But I did notice you say respect. There was when he scored that touchdown that Alex speaks of, you could listen if you, the, the, sorry, the background mic, there was a Texan player that said, I want some damn respect on Tyrod Taylor. So oh. they're not even saying it. So. Oh, damn. Okay. He, maybe he was just messing with us. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but yeah, I just think not having Derrick Henry's like finally catching up to them now. Like th- they could squeeze out some wins, pull out some tricks. But now it's just like we don't have our identity. We can't run the ball, like you said. It's we heard to run play actions with them because we can't run the ball at all. So, um, but good, good for good for the Texans getting another win. I like David Culley. He looks like he's having a lot of fun on the sideline. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like a really good guy. So I, I'm not that disappointed by yeah. him either. But uh, it is a little frightening. You agree with that, Owen? Yeah, I mean Tyrod Taylor is a pretty good quarterback. I think uh, he makes the team a lot better than when Davis Mills is in there. And uh, I don't know. The FC is just a weird – it's in a weird position. I feel like I could see any team losing to any other team at any point. I don't think there's a – anybody that says there's a clear-cut favorite in the AFC at this point is lying to you because I, there's not. I absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 100% in agreement. But I think the Titans are a good bet to bounce back next week. I'm not sure who they play, yeah. but I think – that like Rabel, after the game, put it pretty nicely. They just couldn't get going today. And it's not even like they were out of the game. Tannehill puts one of those drives in the end zone, and all of a sudden they're good. I mean, what were they, down six with three to go, and he's driving? He just throws the pick. So it's yeah. not like it was a real blowout or anything today, but they could have had that one. But nonetheless, a loss. Uh, Arizona 23, Seattle 13. This one is in here for everybody out there like me who looked at the, sp- the spreadsheet this week and said, okay, all right, we've got eight and two, minus two and a half against three and six. I love three and six. 
Yeah. Don't know why Made I did that. Sense. One of the stupidest things ever. 23-13 final. And uh, we mentioned Pete Carroll. He had quite a uh, post-game speech after this one. He walked off the podium and just said, I'm done. I'm done in the middle of the press conference. Um, Whoa. Things aren't looking too hot for the Seahawks right now. I would say there. I think we can put. We'll, we'll start to dig the uh, grave for the 2021 Seahawks. I think. Uh, I think that's fair to say. I called it. I think last uh, last episode. I give. I did give you pushback on that. You gave me so a little sorry. pushback. That's okay. Um, it's looking really bad for the Seahawks. They're just not really good at anything. Um, they they can't run the ball. They lost Chris Carson. None of their running backs have been able to to, to replicate uh, what they lost with him. And Wilson looked has looked bad. So. Those 22 hours out of 24 hours you were putting in to rehab your finger, buddy, like it's not working out because you went 14 for 26. Um, all the all the all the balls he threw were were way overthrown or underthrown, like nothing was close. Um, and, and it's not looking good for him because I was thinking, you know, maybe he comes back, they get some mojo going, they got their QB. He's looked horrible. So you could have taken another couple weeks off and not rushed, spend some more time with the family and the kids, not rehabbing like a like a madman, but. Um, yeah, they're they're looking horrible. Shout out to the Cardinals, man. They just keep pulling out wins with freaking yeah. Colt McCoy. Like it's unbelievable. They don't have Chase Edmonds. They don't have Hopkins. They don't have Murray. They've lost a bunch of pieces on defense, and Cliff Kingsbury keeps getting these guys wins. So shout out to them. Yeah, good win today, nine and two. I think you say they win it with Colt McCoy. Cole McCoy actually just like might not be that bad. He looked kind of unstoppable today. Yeah. Shout out Jamal Adams, but he had over three hundred yards passing. <laughs> he looked good. They're two and one uh, with them. I mean, this is a good effort, like you said, to win in spite of them. So shout out to Cliff, like you said. What do you got on this one, on? Yeah, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, this is uh, the Seahawks is a pretty fundamentally flawed football team because, I mean, Russell Wilson, he obviously didn't play great, but I, I'm going to cut him a bit of slack because he was getting harassed all day. Uh, they He was sacked four times in the game today. And he, he just he wasn't didn't really look to me like he was ever ever really able to get comfortable in the pocket. And then his defense just, you know, they can't stop a nosebleed. Colt McCoy threw for almost like 400 yards against him. Like, it was ugly to watch. Uh, so, I mean, that's got to fall on, I think, ownership and management and obviously Pete Carroll because Russ isn't going to stick around there much longer with the team they've got. And without Russ, that team is uh, that's a lottery team. So Oh, yeah. That's where they're headed. Could you see? Yeah. Here's an idea for you. A little Wilson for Wilson trade. Russell for Jeff Zach. Wilson? Mm. Oh, how about that? Did you just say Jeff Wilson? Jeff Wilson. Yeah. I was, okay. All right. Yeah. Russell Wilson's going to the 49ers. Yeah. You're going to go play the Seahawks twice a year. Yeah. What a good trade. Good idea. And that was, that was, that was shrewd, but no, Russell for Zach. What do you think? Off season trade. I mean, that's an L for both, both teams. <laughs> I mean, the Jets would, would love that. The Jets, the Jets would love that, but what? Wilson, that's even worse. Oh, well, the Seahawks. Well, they, they'd give a little more, maybe at first. Mekhi Becton. Get to play behind sure. him. No, Let's go. No, no, no. No, no. Oh, no. Jet keep fan Owen is going to be Seahawks fan keep Owen soon. Ticket. I had to keep big ticket. I I agree with Owen though. Talking about Seahawks management, they've just been so poor. I think they they re-signed Dwayne Brown, which is something they should have done. And they're like, see Russell, go get him, Tiger. And they make such a big deal out of like these small things. They add these like guys and Gerald it's like, Everett. Yeah, they bring in Gerald Everett. They're like, all right. Now go, go get him. Yeah. <laughs> you got a weapon. Exactly. So it's 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 kind of embarrassing when you look at it. Yeah, they do rely on Russ a lot. But Russ Russ just needs to cook. Russ needs to mm. get back in the kitchen and they gotta let Russ cook. Uh, That's mm. gotta be the key. But yeah. I mean, 
Let Colt cook could be the Seahawks slogan next year when they give Colt McCoy the max when Russell Wilson asks for his <laughs> or trade. Or the Browns. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's going back to the Browns. That's an idea. Um, Cincinnati 32, Las Vegas 12. How's that not a scoregami? Did I have that score written down wrong? Maybe 13? I don't know. It sounds like a scoregami. Anyway, uh, two teams on losing streaks. We dubbed this as a big game. Kind of boring, to be honest. Cincinnati controlled this one the whole way. Took a while for them to pull away, but they finally did. Um, pretty good win. They won the turnover battle, more time of possession, uh, off the bye. Good stuff for them. This one's about you, Alex. Five and five now, three straight losses. I think we can all say that you, you've gone through too much, and it's probably over at this point. Everybody can agree with that. But I wanted to ask you about Derek Carr, because Derek Carr in his last four has seven picks to six touchdowns, has not looked right in the last three games. Are you willing to write it off and say team's gone through too much, or do you want to see a change in the offseason as a Raider fan? I want to see a change. I knew you were going to say that. I think, like, I'm such a clown. I'm such a fool for thinking that, like, holy crap, I was saying week three, like, Derek Carr might be MVP. (laughs) Like, like the fact that I was saying that and looking back on it, like, um, I'm going to have to listen to our pod back so I can get a good laugh out of it, but... Um, it's, it's, it's just an endless, uh, loop and circle the, the cycle of Derek Carr. It's, it's always a kind of a hot start. We kind of beat like a raw team. We're like, okay, this is what the Raiders have seen. This is why we gave him the contract. He was a streak before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And everyone's like freaking out car, this car, that, and, um, by week, you know, eight or nine, we're already kind of sub 500 and it's looking bad and we're, you know selecting uh o-lineman with the 15th pick so um <laughs> it's just an endless cycle and maybe moving on com- from car might be a good idea let's do uh Whoa, let's get wow. let's get russ oh let russ cook <laughs> in vegas because he wants to come there wow yeah and now we're, we're throwing out russell wilson trade ideas yes like candy do you I'm want him out you want him on the cowboys <laughs> no <laughs> was just playing with you. we're good we're good didn't he he wanted to go to the cowboys didn't he car a second there yeah or no uh wilson Russell, wasn't that one of his oh, destinations? Oh, yes, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, one of his big destinations. He, yeah, yeah, a yeah. good pick, good pick. That He's was like, you guys need an upgrade happen. at QB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and would you take Derek Carr in your team? Or do you think it's uh, the ceiling's been hit? No, I think he's I think he's good. You know, I think uh, unless you have – it's a situation where unless you're picking really high in the draft and you have somebody else clear that – you know, a clear successor, I think he's, you roll with them. Like if if you're picking high this year as a Raiders, I don't think you take I don't think you move on from them because there's no clear cut better option. But if I'm picking high in the draft ne- like next year or two years from now, and there's a guy that you know looks like he could be the option, I would I would definitely do it because he just hasn't won anything. And it's been it's been long enough. Okay, I yeah I, I, th- I can agree with yeah. that. If there's not an a, a, a obvious upgrade on mm. the board then yeah mm-hmm. if the trade's there obvious upgrade franchise player you go for it but like owen said you could sit yeah. tight a little longer because um there was belief in the organization that gruden was calling a lot of the shots now maybe a full year with mayock um you know maybe maybe he does change the roster a little better you're chomping at the bit adam what do you have i was just gonna say maybe they can look for deshaun watson in the offseason <sighs> i think putting that guy in vegas is a bad idea <laughs> Oh just, one just one man's opinion. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, Gadal would veto that. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions 10, Cleveland Browns 13. Uh, Alex and I had a lock off in this one. I took the Browns and uh, he took the Lions. I lost. Uh, shout out to Baker Mayfield. 
Um, big result for Alex. You needed that one. But this was uh, not to overshadow. the. This was Tim Boyle's NFL debut. And uh, Jared Goff had 11 passing yards at, pass, at halftime last week. And this week, Tim Boyle upgrade had 36 at halftime. So huge upgraded quarterback. He finished the game 77 yards passing, two picks. And uh, I thought the internet thought of a nice little clever nickname for him. Just his initials and his number, TB12. Good little nickname. Has a nice ring to it. Mm. Not, it's pretty catchy. I'm not sure where, like, no. No, why nobody's ever picked that one up before. So shout out to TB12 on his NFL debut. Um, good catchy nickname for him there. Is he back on Thanksgiving, Owen? He playing Thursday? <laughs> I, uh, I sure hope so because it's fun to watch. Um, I, uh, you know, that was a disaster. Baker Mayfield's a horrible quarterback. But, uh, you know, having TB12 in there gave, like, some enjoyment to me watching that game. Mm-hmm. Breathed some life into an absolutely dead football game. Yeah, I agree. Really the did. announcers were hilarious. Um, him coming in for his first drive, um, they were like, he's played at, uh, at Connecticut, and he had more interceptions than touchdowns. I think he had double. They were like, he had double the interceptions than he had touchdowns wasn't the right fit went to eastern kentucky had more interceptions than touchdowns and they're like but the green bay packers saw something in him so they drafted him didn't work out now he's on the lions but he's got a big arm and i was like how the hell is this guy in the nfl like you made him seem so bad and yeah like he is pretty bad um not 37 yards continued those nice interceptions that he's known for um just putting his mark on the game so but yeah it was the announcers were funny but uh shout out I mean, he was playing an equally bad quarterback so i wasn't surprised that the, that the score was close oh it was a pitcher's duel it was <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was so i have a question yeah i have a question what what is up with uh like what i don't understand dan campbell's thought process because he plays a team like the rams and he literally throws like everything in the bag of tricks out and then he plays a team like the browns where he's losing by six points and he's it's like a fourth and one from whatever like the 25 and this guy kicks a field goal like what is i don't understand what he what this guy thinks about what his thought process is when it comes to like making these calls about going forward on fourth down or not going forward or which plays to call it which points in the game it's it makes it's baffling to me sometimes well the good news is he's got six years left on his contract to make better decisions so there's lots of time don't worry time is up if he's in a flashy city he likes to you know have a flashy Uh playbook like la when he's in cleveland he's not as interested Uh that'd be my reasoning behind fans involved yeah (laughs) it's all about appealing to the fans creating a new fan base yeah i love that that's a good theory that's smart i like that chestnut checkers pal that's what it's all about right there beyond some things are bigger than what's going on between the hundred between the goal lines yes that's all do they bury this game in the do they go shovel and have a funeral yeah they lost by three and they covered i think they're okay you can keep the film sure um Adam, what do you think of this game? Anything you you sent me a Tim Boyle stat during the week of the same, basically what Alex mentioned. Yeah, it was just what Alex said. So I mean, I'm sad I didn't get to watch this one, but it looked very exciting. No, I would have loved to be. see this one with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read you a tweet from Mary Kay Cabo. I hope I'm saying that right. She's a Browns reporter. Owen, did you see this? No, no, no. But she's uh, I I'm very familiar with her with her work. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Hmm. I, that just yeah, stunning. she's like a, the biggest Browns reporter on Twitter. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mary King Cabot. But yeah. she says, uh, quote, this is a tweet. Baker Mayfield was the first player off the field and walked off the field very upset. Didn't celebrate the victory over the Lions with teammates or fans. Then he declined to talk to media for the first time in his career. Ooh. Um, 
like uh listen man everything you did there you deserved you shouldn't they shouldn't have even called you to talk to the media they won in spite of you jarvis landry scored the one touchdown running uh and uh <laughs> nick chubb threw the other touch or ran in the other touchdown um i think at what point like all the browns fans i see they're on twitter they're like oh he's hurt he's hurt he's hurt um no, the, this guy's an atrocity. <laughs> I think I really do believe that they're. I think I'm putting it at zero point zero chance the Browns resign him. They, they, we can't be the only ones who see this guy as an absolute complete liability at quarterback. Yeah. We can't be the only ones. I mean, they're in the room every day. They have to see it. They can't believe it. I think he's at like Trubisky level now, where he'll just be a backup somewhere. I think that's yeah. got to happen. I don't that's think that's a great comparison, actually. I don't like, think anyone's really gonna like really want to. Unless you, unless you're just a horrible organization, but I don't know who's going to want to give him a starting job. At he what has, point? Like you've seen yeah, everything. Only he's the had Browns. the best weapons. Yeah, yeah. the Browns. He's had the best weapons, a great defense, and they still stink. So it's like, why would I give you the starting job when you're this bad with that much talent? He has. He might as well have New York Jets written on his forehead at this point. He's that. That yeah. is a one way ticket. I can see it now. I also, I also love how they make a big deal out of him not talking to the media. He's like, I'm not going to talk. And you guys know how much I love talking to the media. Yeah. But I'm, I'm such a competitor and I want to win. I won't talk to the media. Okay, yeah. Baker. If you're such a competitor and you hate seeing your team lose, how about just put in Drew Stanton, man? Just say, I can't do it. I have literally, he has a torn humorous bone. I'd never heard of that before. Do you know a humorous bone? Torn a bone? Bit. Humorous bone. Torn bone. Humorous. I don't, I don't know how that's humorous. how it works. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. That's, that's my cue to get off this. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Um, just a couple more to go. Washington football team, 27. Carolina Panthers, 21. Pretty tight game, to be honest with you. Decent game. Washington just had the uh, the quarterback step up and make some big plays at the end of the game. Carolina did not, which I don't want to get on Cam Darnold too mm. much because Cam only has a week uh, in the playbook. Mm. And, uh, you know, you don't want to bang on the guy too much. He played all right. I, and I'm he not, had a good day in fantasy. I'm like sure he did. did. Um, but I'm not dumping on him. I'm not going to get mad at Cam Darnold. But these two teams, honestly... They might as well just be the same team at this point. I can't. These teams are just the same. They merged together as one, and they played like the same team today. Uh, I think I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say neither of these teams make the playoffs, and that's why I put them at the back of the uh, games here. But what do you guys think? Yeah. What that take? That's a good take. I agree with you. I don't know how uh, Carolina is going to look if McCaffrey's ever fully healthy, but I don't think he ever will be fully healthy, so I guess it's not worth mentioning. He caught that one touchdown today up the seam. It was big. Yeah. He had a huge celebration too. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I agree with you, Phil. That I don't think neither of these teams are going to be in the playoff picture. And I, uh, you know, watching that last drive, I was somewhat frustrated with uh, Cam Newton there, uh, Cam Darnold. But you know, looking back, he he did play all right. I thought it was funny how uh, they just had PJ Washington there in full pads, just like. <laughs> helmet on the whole game just ready to go in ready they never put him in. notice <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh, they never put him in which is funny uh you know cam played okay and neither of these teams are good that's basically what it was for me anything on this one just like seeing cam play again every announcer what's what's old what's old is new again and um yeah that was it was good um running in he likes to run around a lot for sellies so maybe that's something they can work on in the in the in the yeah maybe maybe doing the to at midfield uh to celebrate a touchdown to tie the washington football team in the first half maybe don't 
do that. I bet the stadium was like 50% full and he's running to midfield like he's at Cowboys Stadium. Maybe yeah. save that one. I didn't, I didn't catch too much of this game, but when they did turn it on to red zone, it was just Cam running laps around the field most of the day so uh but it was nice seeing him back in the in the panthers uniform i love the start where he uh he does closes his eyes rubs his hands deep breath out 2016 it was sick it was sick so that was that was dope the walkout walkout was sick yes adam did a adam voiced the noise that cam makes but he didn't actually say it so say the noise oh like his snap count just do it when he does that A 180. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. That's right. Uh, Two more to go. San Francisco 30, Jacksonville 10. Um, Niners, no Eli Mitchell today, and uh, instead just parked Debo Samuel in the backfield and let him run laps on the Jags. Uh, I think their first drive, did it take up the entire first quarter? Yes. The first quarter was over in like two minutes from from what it seemed like to me the Niners Kyle Shanahan couldn't have been happier to play a team that he could just run on the whole game not make Jimmy throw one time well like what they did on Monday but uh I thought Shanahan was pretty well spoken after the game I caught what he had to say and he just said you know winning on Monday means nothing if you don't take care of business today they're at five and five back half of the playoff picture I'd say looking good and Phil's back on the Shanahan train after listening to that interview are you Probably. Oh, it's just so. <laughs> I mean, I I think they're a good team. I think they figured it out. Um, I feel like they're gonna definitely secure a wild card spot, and we'll see where they go with that. I hate seeing Brandon Ayuk do well. So, yeah, that's no, about you're all. I have the on biggest this Brandon one. Ayuk fan I know. I dropped you drop him, him in all my fantasy leagues, so oh. now I'm not a fan anymore. He was going off today. So. I'm aware. <laughs> I check pretty religiously. <laughs> Anything on the uh, Niners or Jags, Owen? Yeah, I would pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, the Jags, uh, not a great football team. Defense is not great. So um, I would, I'm withholding judgment on the 49ers. But I think they did play well. It was nice to see Trey Sermon kind of get out of prison there, get out of jail for a little bit. Yeah, yeah was that nice out? Did he? I oh, mean, that's what oh, I'm saying. Totally, I, I, totally, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. You got two, what? Two rushes for like six yards? No, 10 rushes, but 2.6 a carry. Don't worry. Okay. It, it wasn't, you weren't missing much wow. with him in jail. Boy, did he reward Trey Sermon. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, buddy. Work 10 weeks so you can get 10 carries. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. He made. He proved the doubters wrong. That was probably yeah. the game plan. Each week, we'll give you Each a week. carry. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think they're, like you said, they're probably back end, you know, wild card contention there. Um, but I don't think they'll make any significant noise come playoff time. But they're they're in the conversation. Yeah, I agree with Owen. Sure, they'll be in playoff contention. They kind of have some stuff figured out. Impressive win over the Rams. Um, t- took care of business against the Jaguars. I didn't expect anything else, so I, w- I would have chalked this up as a win anyways. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna make noise in the playoffs. They just. I don't know. I still I still think they have some holes that they'll get exposed by and. Uh, I just think that the team has just too much variability for me that I wouldn't be surprised come playoff time. He, he scratches Brandon Ayuk and goes for something crazy. So I just can't trust Shanahan as a coach. For those at home wondering, I'd pick the Jags, just in case. You ah, uh, Last game, Miami Dolphins 24, New York Jets 17. Um, in case you're wondering, this was a lock to be the last game even before the day started. It was just guaranteed. Joe Flacco returned wearing a classic quarterback number, number 19. 
just all great quarterbacks have worn number 19 in history. Um, Dolphins win their third in a row. Some of the most unimpressive three straight victories, but hey, they're doing it. Shout out to them. Huge comeback to save the season. Maybe save Brian Flores' job. This game just all around, pretty depressing. Uh, Jets missed two field, or I think, yeah, the Jets did miss two field goals. I think the Dolphins missed one, maybe two. Honestly, this game was just very depressing. So if you have anything to say about this game, go ahead. I have nothing to say. Owen? Yeah, no, I don't really have anything to say either. <clears throat> Tua looked decent. I'll say that. Let's go, Tua. I like Tua when he uh, when he got roughing the passer, and he got up, and he was just like, come on. Like, give me the roughing the passer. Like, I'm a star. Give me the star call. I'm, I'm a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lottery pick. <laughs> I'm the show. Yeah. I love that. Anything out on this one? No, nothing at all. Okay. All right. There you go. That's week 11 NFL for everybody at home. Went a little long, but that's okay. Roundabout. We like it. Um, let's do some weekend winners and losers. Let's do it. Let's get into it. You want to go winners? You're, let's you're go. chomping at the bit. I'm chomping he, at the bit on actually, my laptop. He has his winners pulled up in notes form, and then underneath the winners, I've noticed he has a PowerPoint posted <laughs> it's up. It's so diabetes oh. for my class. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to give a really in-depth winner. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, go yeah. ahead and shoot. Uh, yeah. Um, so my winner uh, this week is Wander Franco. Um, apparently, he's getting a new deal. And not only is this a new oh. deal, it's going to be a 10-year between 150 to $200 million contract deal. Damn. Um, all he needed wow. to do was play 70 games. 70 games. to to For them to already be ready to be like, yo. 150 200 we'll figure it out we'll give it to you we'll sign you up for 10 years um so he, he could sign that contract and like you said play like bonnie bonilla for the rest of his life he doesn't care he's set for life that's generational wealth so um good for him played 70 perfect games and he's set for life you boys like wander franco love wander franco mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah i know love him. Loves him. He, yeah. he's, he's a beast he's great he, typical he, raise any way you can save money do it they're like all right you're gonna like oh, 10 years okay well, that means we get you like three of your free agency years it's done uh-huh. <laughs> signed you for life and uh my other winner is um just guys retiring out of the blue that i didn't know uh didn't i know already what, retired. i know what you're you about know to say. what i'm gonna say uh, this is more of a hockey one, I guess. Maybe there's some other ones over the past couple months, but uh, Dion Phaneuf retired, and he hasn't played in like five years. And I was like, "What the hell?" And the, and it was so weird. I don't know. It was like the Hockey Hall of Fame induction was happening that week, and he's like, "Just so you guys know, I'm also retiring, so you can start balloting my name in there to get me in eventually." And uh, Troy Brower too said. It. <laughs> He announced his retirement too. So a couple former Flames <laughs> announcing their retirement. And it, I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know why you'd wait like six years and be like, I'm, I'm retiring. Now That's I'm it. done. Uh, now I'm done. So they were winners. Phone call. They yeah. got it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Good careers, boys. Yeah. That was a very local winner, but I respect yes. it. Yes. No way to do it. Um, my first winner is Puke. There was a video. I'm sure most of you saw it, but uh, there was a guy courtside fourth quarter um everybody was watching all eyes on the king's jazz game in sacramento on saturday night and this guy courtside he's sitting there the game's going on and just there's a good video from the crowd kind of like a zapruder film from the crowd and uh, the guy's just sitting there maybe had too many beers and all over the court just absolute puke fest all over the court um great video 
like an all-time video, to be honest, because they cut to all the players' reactions. Yeah. Rudy Gay is just staring daggers into this guy's soul. He's Rudy Gay is literally dripping in sweat. Some guys plug in their nose. Great <laughs> video. But the story got better after the game because Sacramento decided to fire Luke Walton this morning. Never like to see a guy lose their job. But the Kings fans, they were very happy to see him go, and they are now thankful to the puke man, and they are calling it the puke Walton game. They got him fired. So shout out to the <laughs> shout out to the Puke Walton game and a uh, big win for Puke this weekend. If you haven't seen that video, look it up because it was. I'll just add to it. He was kind of my loser, but I'll just add to it. Uh, he can be a winner too. Puke's puke. We love Puke. Puke's a winner for sure. Um, it it was horrible. I think, you know, you could say maybe he had too much to eat. Eat eight. <laughs> Let's go grammar. Um, maybe he had to, I think he had too much to drink because it was not a typical reaction. If he had too much to eat, he's probably getting out of there, going to the bathroom. He's trying to help the people clean up the mess. No, he's just was, sitting there. It was a drinking puke for sure. Because and he's just sitting there faded. Yeah. It's all over his lap. It's like in between the seat. You got to be so drunk to just sit in your own puke and not have a care in the world. It was so bad that the mascot had to get involved and start cleaning the puke. Like what? Come on, buddy! Like just get up out of the chair at least. Pick up a towel. Pick up a towel. Like help somebody out. It's nasty. And like you said, the workers there, even though they're wearing masks, you can see them like gagging just so hard because this thing, this stuff reeks. Like it, it it looks so. It's it's probably a mix of hot dog and burger and pizza and and donuts. So um, yeah, it it was it was horrible. Tough video for Mm -hmm. that guy. Anything on the puke man on? No, um, I can, uh, I have a quick story time though. I remember speaking of puke, puking at like sporting events or because of sporting events. I remember when I was young, like really a young kid, oh, I went no. to a, a flames game when I was like, I was probably like seven or eight oh, no. with my, with my dad. Um, and we got like popcorn, right? Oh, I don't say and, it. and so I just was like, I was eating it, eating it. And he was like, you know, if, if there's popcorn left over, we'll bring it home and we'll give it to like your siblings. Right. And I was like, not a chance of getting any of my popcorn. <laughs> oh my so God. I freaking, this is like a large popcorn. I was pounding it down. I ate the whole thing and then I get home and I just throw up all over the floor. Oh, so, say it, it ain't so. Oh, <laughs> no. But the good part is nobody got any popcorn. I ate it all. Good, so. good, good. That's a W for me. Yeah. That's big. I thought you were going to say yeah. you threw up on the guy in front of you. That's why I was going. No, oh, no, 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 no. I, no, I just like threw up all over the floor. Story. My mom had to clean it up. Uh, you you yeah. didn't pick up a towel either. You like the puke. No, dude, the was, game. no dude, this is definitely not. I was out for the count. Out of there. Um, yeah. My second winner, shout out. It's the people who like to complain because they got another one. Complaining about taunting penalties is the hottest trend. Every single time there's one, you know the aggregator accounts are coming out. Can you believe this? This is taunting. What's happened to the NFL? Bro, you're still watching every single game. You're clipping the video. You just like to complain, man. I could care less about the taunting. The NFL, I mean, they clearly care about these people's opinion because they've clearly changed how they feel about taunting. No, everything gets called. Nothing's changing. You're talking to a drywall. That's all you're talking to at this point. So keep complaining. I know you guys like to complain, but I am... Not interested in complaining about uh, taunting penalties, if anybody agrees or disagrees. Yeah, it's getting to the point where it's just whatever is part of the NFL. Keep complaining. Like I you think said, it was, we still watch. I think it was cool to do in like the preseason, maybe week one, but you know, get over it. Let it go. 100%. Yeah. You're still watching the game. You don't care. <laughs> That's yeah. how I feel. Beating a dead horse. Yeah. What you yeah. got for winners over there? 
So my first winner is this guy, Braylon Allen. So I don't know if any of you guys have been keeping up with college football, but Wisconsin, they're a decent team this year. They're ranked number 18 and they played Nebraska yesterday. And this kid, Braylon Allen, ran for three touchdowns and like 228 yards. And the catch is he's 17. So, whoa, whoa. yeah, he's 17. He's an absolute monster. He's like six, you know, probably six feet, like 220, 230 pounds. It's, it's, he's enormous. No kidding. Uh, so, one of those things where it's like, ah, what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? <laughs> this guy's 17. He just scored three oh. touchdowns against Nebraska. Like, ah, what am I doing? Ah, so winner this so week is him. <laughs> like oh, Phil said, if I, I would have stayed like that extra yeah. 15 minutes after football <laughs> practice. Yeah, it, that could have been me, dude. <laughs> if I just listened to my coaches, man, and I, they said, you know, you should do this if you want to advance your game. And I was like, no, I want to play NBA 2K12. Like that, if I just listened instead, that could have been me, dude. I could have been Braylon Adam or whatever. Alan, yeah. Alan, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Yeah, all good, all good. Braylon, you're welcome yeah. on the pod. Yeah. Come, come talk about your technique. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude, we're like, wow, way older than yes. Anyways, uh, my other winner is, I, I when I uh, thought of this, I didn't realize how big it was going to be. Uh, and I imagine we'll talk a bit more about it later. But my, my winner is uh, Isaiah Stewart. Oh, yeah. So I I know for a fact you guys all saw this, but uh, it's hot off the presses. The Pistons played the Lakers today. And uh, Isaiah Stewart was there's a foul and Isaiah Stewart was uh, boxing out LeBron on a rebound after uh, after a free throw or during a free throw and LeBron kind of you know punched him in the face kind of hey, kind of just a little kinda. punch just a little kinda. punch just a small <laughs> punch the Laker broadcast was calling it an inadvertent elbow I think that's probably a good way to describe it LeBron just, was trying to box out yeah I mean, it was a clean yeah. box out just it was a, it was definitely a box it was yeah. a box of some sort I'll tell you that good box yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah and then isaiah stewart you guys gotta watch the video but he uh he's it opens a cut on his face and so he's just bleeding like a madman and he just gets enraged like he gets so mad he has to get restrained from going at lebron by like four guys and the part that i thought was the funniest is there's like so they're restraining him he's obviously yelling at lebron and then there's a point where he's like okay i'm good all right, I'm okay. And they like kind of let him go for a little bit. And he just starts sprinting. And he like goes all the way around the mob of people to try and get at LeBron again. It's it's kind of funny. And then they have to kind of corral him again. And then and then he ends up running into the tunnel later. But anyways, I uh, I thought it was a – I love the energy that I saw. I thought it was, uh, you know, a good, good passion play. So he's my winner, one of my winners this week. We can empty the, empty yeah, the let's tank talk on about this it now because this is a crazy, crazy situation. All, all I got to say really is that video from the stands, the guy who took it in the back, great film, by the way, great job. He stood yeah. very still the whole time and didn't make a sound. But the video of him sort of alluding after the I'm good, I'm good and, and running in, I mean, he looked like South Carolina Jadavian Clowney in that clip. He was just <laughs> yeah, shedding yeah. guys left and right. It looked like Jonathan Taylor today. He was going up and down. Um, I mean, again, clean box out by LeBron. I mean, sometimes that happens. Basketball is a chippy game. You got to sometimes be okay with your eye just gushing blood, maybe losing an eye. Um, you just got to be accepting the consequences. And uh, LeBron, I liked how LeBron just, I, when they kicked him out, he was like, all right, like, cool, bye. Like, he, there was no, like, complaining. He was like, I didn't want to be in Detroit anyway. Probably caught the early plane home to L.A., and uh, he's probably just in bed right now. So shout out to the king. There were uh, there were so many parts to this, so many hilarious parts. Um 
if I've ever seen fear in LeBron's eyes, that might have been one for like a split <laughs> second because he's like actually gonna run at me right now and you could kind of see him like backing up a little bit like gonna be like getting ready to brace for contact and meanwhile i've got deandre jordan playing offensive tackle like he's also ready to just blow at him right like just crush him um and 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 the funniest part was all the assistants just getting chewed up in the mob oh they one, were, were getting one guy. rolled left and right dude like <laughs> they were getting body slammed oh. they were doing somersaults like they were getting flicked like flies it was hilarious one guy was doing a snow angel at center court after he ran through him he's just <laughs> down on the back oh my God. like a crime scene also if you watch the video like you have to watch the video if you don't watch the video i don't know what you're doing uh i think watch, i've seen the video watch, i think it's safe to say watch for the cop that just kind of puts his hand out when isaiah stewart goes for the lap where he's like starting to charge at lebron that's a classic that's... what am i gonna do see if i'm that guy i'm not getting in the way either i'm gonna end up like the assistant at center court there's gonna be a body man. pile you well just gotta... he's not earning his paycheck well, he just kind of puts his hand out there. He's like, hey, can you stop? <laughs> oh, well, he's gone. <laughs> great, great stuff. This is so big yeah. that... I, I would say... Oh, go, go. I was just going to say, the only thing that I was, like, expecting that I didn't really get was LeBron to, like, after hitting his hand into, like, punching Isaiah Stewart in the face was for him to, like, go down, like, clutching his fist and, like, asking for medical Oh, attention. yeah. Or his yeah, elbow. As if he got headbutt or something. Oh, my yeah. elbow. Yeah, and then to, like, do the press conference in, like, a sling. Or something like that. <laughs> Sorry. Can I also add quickly? The I forgot about this part. When they start all fighting and everyone comes onto the court, you can hear the announcer say, fans, do not come on the court. Do not leave your seats. Because they don't want to mouse at the palace part too. Like, he, he, they have that ready at Caesars Arena. Just if if anything ever gets out of hand, you got you to gotta say that over the PA. Lay down the wall. Yeah. <laughs> This was so big that Adam even saw it and had an opinion on it. Do you have anything to add? I mean, I don't know if I had an opinion. It was nice seeing Westbrook ready to fight, though. Yeah, I like that. That's your boy. Yeah. Way to get in there. Ready to defend his uh, defend his guy. I liked how Anthony Davis said after the game. I like the guy. Who, I like the guy who's calling him Data Davis. Like that's a great nickname. <laughs> Data <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Dave Davis after the game, he was saying. Uh, <laughs> He was saying, you know, all of us, we got to stand up and protect our brother. It was like, Anthony, if you got in the way, dude, you are so made of porcelain that you're coming, yeah. you're going back to LA in a full body cast, dude. It's over. He's going to look like Squidward after the uh, insane that SpongeBob episode. Feet up, hands back. I mean, day to day. I mean, know your role, bro. But you yeah, I think the only one there I'd be scared of would be Westbrook, personally. Mm, that's a big win for me. No, not personally. Only if I'm Isaiah scared Thomas. Of. Not pr- you could take yeah, you could take the back. rest of the fight, but not let's I gotta rephrase yeah. that. If Data I'm, if I'm Isaiah Stewart, matchup. if I'm like six eight and two forty, the only one I'm scared of just if is, just uh, if just if if the only one I'd be scared of is uh, is Westbrook. Yeah, in the, in the he, event that I listen to all my coaches. Yeah, he like in, wouldn't in care about his own safety. <laughs> he would just go in. He got. Oh, he wasn't cared about anything. Yeah, he got attack. What do you got for losers, Alex? You ready to shoot? Um, so yeah, one of my losers was kind of the puke, but we already talked about that. Um, and, and then I was going to talk about Isaiah Stewart, but we talked about that too. So my only loser is the New Jersey Devils alternate Jersey. That's a that. loser. Jersey. Yeah. You don't think that's a loser? I think it's a winner. Just putting no, Jersey. It's a loser. That it, thing looks horrible. It's probably the worst Jersey in the history of pro sports. It is absolutely <laughs> really abysmal. Bad. 
I showed it to uh, my dad, and he goes, oh, can you tell Adidas made it? And I looked at it, and they put three stripes on the shoulders and three stripes on the arms. It's the most ridiculous sponsorship of all time. It's literally a black shirt with three yep. stripes on the shoulders and three on the arms. And it has nothing New Jersey Devils about it either. It's well, just like a black jersey. It has, and that's it, and it labels the fact that it's a jersey. It has it has 33% of the New Jersey Devils on it. It says jersey. Yes. Jersey. I guess. And for pants, they should probably put pants, too. Pants. Yeah. Pants, socks. Socks. Skates. Labels, skates, yes. Like an off-white type situation? Yeah. Off-white. <laughs> off-white situation, yeah. So that thing looks so ugly. <laughs> that's that's what, what they were going for. Yeah, they were trying to get the Virgil's to co-sign. Yeah, that's what they were going for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. A, it's quite an ugly. It's nasty. Ugly kit. You I'll could clean vomit up with that. You could. You definitely yeah, could. could. Jersey towel, off-white situation. Um, my first loser is Tom Brady's hype video editor. My man has been out of business for almost a month now, so I just mm-hmm. wanted to check in on him because, I mean, he, he's probably just eating peanuts and sleeping with, like, uh, you know, a towel around him right now. He's uh, just waiting for that paycheck from Tom, and uh, you best believe tomorrow night when the Bucks win or tonight when you're listening to it, it's going to be the video of the year. I know this man has been saving up some tricks in the chamber for a couple weeks now waiting for that dub, and he's going to unload the clip to make that paycheck. So shout out to this guy. I know he's in the lab grinding right now. I know it's been tough this past month but you're about to earn that paycheck buddy so i wanted to get that guy in there shout out to that guy 100 percent, we're thinking of him yeah pra- thoughts and prayers and uh, my second loser this week is thanos don't know if you guys saw this but scientists have determined that thanos's inten- infinity gauntlet gauntlet snap was impossible mm. scientists have said so kind of a mickey mouse situation here where it actually couldn't have happened a little bit like the nba bubble like a little bit of like uh, I don't know, like a CGI situation, unrealistic circumstances. Got lucky, Mickey Mouse snap. That's all I'm saying. Thanos, scientists have determined that Thanos is Mickey Mickey Thanos. A little bit situation here. That's a great investment of taxpayer money or whoever's funding that. You know, we got good, so good many research. issues. We gotta figure this out if this is real, because. <laughs> You know, imagine your tuition going towards that. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, someone's tuition probably did go to that, so that's tough. Yeah. I mean, Christmas is around the corner. We should get someone uh, on the logistics of like Santa delivering presents all in one night. Is it feasible? House. Yeah. Yeah, get somebody on that. Get some grant money there. Can he yeah. touch every city in the globe in ten hours? I know Russell Wilson yeah. could. Russell Wilson's rehabbing twenty three hours a day. He might as well take <laughs> yeah. the new Santa. <laughs> The yeah. CIA's just got a list of 10 of the world's most likeliest disasters that could end the world. And Thanos' snap is like eight. They're like, we gotta like, we gotta figure out if this could actually be a possibility. Because if not, then we gotta wipe it off the list. <laughs> oh my god. If, if, if strong eight. A strong, strong eight. eight. Uh, what are you throwing in this week, Owen? So my first loser this week is uh, field goal kickers. So I feel like we've maybe mentioned this before, but this week felt especially bad. Uh, I'm not actually sure what the final number was. I couldn't find it, but I heard on the broadcast like midway through the afternoon window that they missed like 18 field goals or, or and extra points. I think might have been included in there as well. Wow! But uh, it was a rough, rough day for kickers. Like Mason Crosby was missing kicks. Caro Santos missed a kick. Like guys that normally hit kicks were just missing them. So rough day. It was Weather's kind of changing. you to put Mason Crosby in the camp of guys who normally make kicks. And Kyle yeah, Santos. I mean, true, true. Maybe that was, that was a bad example. Bucker, but... Bucker missed one. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Bucker. Everybody, I felt like everybody missed one. So there's that. 
Uh, and then my second loser this week is uh, is Turkey. So I know I might get some hate for this, but uh, you know Thanksgiving for our American friends is just around the corner, and that means obviously eating turkey and you know all, everything that comes with it. Uh, but I just wanted to be on get on the record here and say turkey is maybe the most overrated meat ever. It's almost always dry. It's almost always dry. Uh, it's not that flavorful. And, you know, you can, chicken's better, beef is better, pork is better. Any, almost any other meat or protein that you can think of is, is better than turkey. The only reason turkey is good is because in order for it to be good, you have to drown it with gravy. It does not hold up on its own. That's a good take. I, okay, I can, oh. the white meat I'm down with, but the, the dark turkey meat is really good. Yeah, that's also a good take. Mm, that's, it's, it's, it's better, but I mean, you're t- I would take still any of those three. I would take a chicken over it. I'd take almost pretty much anything else, any other protein. I'd Thanksgiving even take chicken, duck over eh? it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Thanksgiving steak? Yeah, you have an opinion steak. on... Uh... No, you're right about white meat, though. That is a hazard. Yeah. That's an actual, like, choking <laughs> hazard. Yeah that you wouldn't want to wish on anybody if you want to choke somebody give them white meat i agree with owen on the white meat part but i think overall to say turkey's bad i like the skin and i like the dark meat so i can't i do too i do too i think look i'm not thumbing my nose at it i'm just saying it's the worst of the protein you know the protein camp (laughs) right yeah Mm, yeah i think it complements well with all the other side dishes i think you know maybe beef or chicken couldn't do it's so, true. Mm. I think it's you know it's it's the uh, the bones of the meal. You know, <laughs> it's it's the big part. The rest compliments. It's there to help the bones. You know. Yeah, can't have uh-huh. Thanksgiving chicken. <laughs> Dude, that sounds good. I would eat that. I bet you. Would. I, I bet you would, boy. <laughs> um, we're on hot take of the week. Um, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so my take of the week. We're back to LeBron. Um, the Lakers were, the Lakers were playing Boston on Friday and there was a fan sitting courtside and, uh, you know, sitting courtside, big deal. Got to make the most out of it. So he's whipping out his phone and, um, LeBron's coming down the court and he pulls up for a three while LeBron's doing that. He, he yells, uh, you're not that guy. He's probably trying to keep up with the cool trends, you know, TikTok mm. trends. A little too late. That was kind of cool, like two months ago. Uh, he he's on IG Le- Reels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's on Instagram Reels, not yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. IG Reels. Um, and uh, he, yells at, he yells at LeBron, you're not that guy, as LeBron drains the three right in his face. So um, just a hot take. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron is that guy, even if he airballed that uh, three. So classic Boston fans just being obnoxious. It's very true. It's almost like they have a stereotype that they have yeah. to abide by. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah, just shut up. I'm with you. I'm yeah. down. Um, my hot take of the week. I got two scorchers here coming at you. This is a little bit dated. It's from after Lamar Jackson lost on Thursday night to the Dolphins. You guys remember that? It was about ten days ago. Now. I think so. I think I remember it. Yes. So this is after yeah. that. Um, my man. He starts it off by saying, "Quote: If Baker Mayfield threw a game ceiling interception against a crap team like Lamar did against the Dolphins, he would be burned at the stake by every talking head in this country." Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson wins an MVP trophy two years ago, so nothing can be his fault. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson gets the benefit of the doubt, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on out on a limb and say Lamar Jackson is actually better than Baker Mayfield. I think it's a limb because this guy falls it up second scorcher by saying, quote, if it makes you feel better, it may feel this better than Lamar running quarterbacks never last in the NFL. So a couple of scorchers I had to shout out right there. Shout out to those guys. Just keep living in that in that planet, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I mean, uh, so much success with the Browns. I mean, he'd know about what works and what doesn't at QB. So I'd totally take his advice. Yeah, wins an MVP yeah. or something. I mean, what, MVP? Yeah. What is that? It's neck and neck, yeah. though. Yeah, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Unanimous MVP. Oh, yeah. Who cares? No, not a big deal. <laughs> not as good as Baker. Yeah. Maybe it was Owen's tweet. That's like a tweet I would do like three months, months ago. ago. But not anymore. Not anymore. He's seen We're the light. That. Yeah, I've seen the light. Converted. <laughs> what you got? So, Phil, I think you talked about this last week, um, but there's that. Andre Godala quote where he says the only guys that I allow you to say are better there's there's only three guys that I would say are better than Kyrie and that was like Magic Johnson Steph Curry and Isaiah Thomas oh yeah right so um Bleacher Report posted that that quote and then there's a a bunch of hullabaloo there in the comments uh one interaction I thought was especially funny was this one he says this guy says Steve Nash, Oscar Robertson, CP3, Jerry West. I can keep listing MFers better than Kyrie. Stop playing. And then this guy responds, dude said Oscar Robertson and Jerry West. And then here's the cherry on top. This guy says, Stephen Curry is not really a point guard. He's more of a shooting guard. Plus, he in no way could have played in their era. So I just uh, I wanted to shout out. I love the guys who... <laughs> who like think they know better than like everybody else on the internet like mm, i know you guys think curry is a point guard but like he's he, i'm really like you know he's he's a shooting guard yeah like, listen up. think outside he's the box two. guys yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a two you're right though he he is right though curry couldn't have played in the era because he didn't have a three-point line so. i was gonna say that it was just all twos he was just making much harder shots than the other guys they're like why aren't you going mm. to the rim bro like that's where the, that's where the money's made he's a two that's true yeah that's true oh, but man. hey breaking news Dirk curry's actually a two so if uh anybody you know wanted wants to make a any reference to curry just please either correct it in past publications or moving forward he's a two so kyrie irving's really the third best point guard of all time it turns out <laughs> yeah he keeps yeah. moving up that list even when he's not playing that's how good he is <laughs> he's he just guy. keeps going up and up <laughs> and up i, I tell yeah, you what he's probably aaron Rodgers' favorite point guard i tell you what yeah just an idea i don't know <laughs> Or Kirk Cousins, yeah. maybe Kirk gets that now. Wentz, yes. Lamar, they're all big fans. Probably yes. all have jerseys. What were they yeah. doing that day that there was the protest at the Barclays Center? I think we got to track them down, figure it out, yeah, get some <laughs> little, footage on little that. snap map situation there. <laughs> Check out the locations. <laughs> That'll do for today. Good show. Good Great show. show. Made me forget about the Steelers game. So that that in within itself is a ten out of ten. And the Browns game. Again, I don't know why you're saying that that was such a big loss for me. <laughs> lost the walk-off. Yeah, I lost the walk-off, yeah. Yeah, might have lost something else. Uh, My pride and dignity, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, reminder, there's no show next Sunday. Adam and I are going to the AFC Championship game preview of Teddy Bridgewater against Justin Herbert. Going to be a good time. You looking forward to it? Yeah, I actually think it. I don't know why you made it sound so bad. I actually think it will be a decent game. I'm I just excited. saw an opportunity for a joke. Yeah. <laughs> My... <laughs> Adam, I think Adam's really ready to go at this game because he's not even chomping at your jokes. Because as soon as the Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers Chargers game ended, he said the Chargers are they're going to denver after this yeah like we didn't know that <laughs> no he's excited he's, he's excited. excited i'm excited too i really i'm looking forward to it just don't get sick like we gotta we gotta get we gotta we got a plane to catch don't get sick that's the key 
Say it back to me, please, so I don't get sick either. <laughs> Come on. Human decency is just lacking today. Phil's killing it You right guys now. bring up the Steelers and the Browns. You, you had no reason to bring up the Browns after I talked about the Steelers, but you just want to stab an already dead body. I mean, okay. Oh, my God. Any parting words there, Owen? No, no, no. Uh, no, it's a good week. Good football. Enjoy. Uh, everybody, when's Thanksgiving? Thursday? Or am I confused? Yeah, Thursday. Thanksgiving's Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Thursday, yeah, yeah. So everybody south of the border, enjoy uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Maybe switch it up this year. Mix mix up the meat. <laughs> Thanksgiving chicken, yeah. yeah. It's coming, eh? <laughs> yeah. Anything to add before we close the show? Uh, go Giants. Okay. All right. What about you? Let's go. Was it an NFC East weekend? The Cowboys ruined it. Oh, yes, they did. Mm. Damn it. Could Heineken. Heineken. Big, Heineken. Big game for Heineken. Let's go. Uh, one thing I quickly just realized in my brain, all six teams who are going to play on Thursday, Lions lost, Bears lost, Raiders lost, Cowboys lost, Saints lost, Bills lost. That makes for a very appealing Thanksgiving slate. It does. It does. <laughs> Something's got to give. Yep. One, Three of those teams are going to come with victories, except or, there might be a tie. Or there might be a tie. You never know. And then you'll be talking about how, you know, the Steelers haven't lost. Well, now they lost. Uh, yeah. They didn't lose. Uh, Al <laughs> was trying to get a little bit of BPL in there. Yeah. Chris Collinsworth said, uh, quote, the Steelers are unbeaten in their last six weeks. <laughs> like, it's freaking EPL. <laughs> like, uh, like a tie like, counts for double. Like, uh, oh, my gosh. They've come away with points in their last six yeah come away with points eh what an ugly night anyway um because we're not going to be here on sunday don't think we don't have a couple tricks up our sleeve coming this thursday yeah don't think we don't i mean right now we don't but we'll think of something <laughs> so it's coming something's got to give uh, enjoy the start to your week and uh all right we'll talk to you on uh, thursday morning